1: good afternoon ladies and testicles and welcome to the pig athletic club podcast the pack podcast proudly brought to you by budgie smuggler the supreme custom swimwear supplies if your team or club haven't got a pair of custom budgie smugglers hit the link in the description and get smuggling like the rest of us my name is Sione and joining me all the way from sydney and melbourne is dave Veer and alex ironside welcome are good- hello oh nice hello now, boys, before we check in, just a quick message from our supreme leaders over at Budgie Smuggler. They are on the search for the world's most ordinary rig, and uh, they've got the world's competition later this year, and they're going to fly whoever whoever gets their attention from overseas. If you're overseas and fancy your chances of being the world's most ordinary rig, uh, uh, which you also get a one-year modelling contract with the Budgie Smuggler. Make sure you head to the Instagram page and follow the prompts (laughs) to uh, get your entry in. Anyway, speaking of ordinary rigs, uh, boys, how was your weekend? How was your club rugby games?
2: Um, Look, my weekend back at North Sydney, which I've just realised that the uh, painting's perfectly up there. Got to watch the uh, good bag and the rugby race that went on there, which was a good race. Mm -hmm. Drew pulled a fake hammy. He did tell me he was pretty hungover. But uh, chainsaw did uh, look. I was trying to get pack GBR GBR Australia relations up. Yeah, I think chainsaw was trying to undo it at times. So um, look, still, uh, still we're on a knife edge there, mate. Good weekend. But on a separate note, I've been moving house for the last like, which feels like two weeks, and it is possibly the worst fucking thing in the world. So quick shout out to anyone that is ever moving house. There's nothing worse.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's good to have you back, mate. We've missed you.
3: Thanks for asking. Um, my weekend was good. Um, another successful day at Goodyear for um, for the club. And what else do I do? Watch, try to watch a bit of um, the international throughout the day. Um, but, yeah, good day, of, good day of footy. Now finals footy, which is exciting.
1: Yeah, we'll get that. We'll get into that in the rugby update. But quick little overview of the show, t- or of the pod tonight. We've got uh, Budgie Smuggler Bordies Bandit, followed by our No Scrams, Hurdle Hurdle, rugby update, uh, World Cup trivia, and we'll finish off with hindsight Ben tune of the day trying to get nah. some, trying to get his. I'm excited his name for this back.
3: one. You need to redeem yourself.
1: Yeah.
2: Now, uh. I don't have to redeem shit, mate. Sorry don't, sorry, don't listen to fucking top 100. Whatever. Get over it.
1: <laughs> well, someone's still <laughs> a bit
2: spicy about it.
1: Now. Get into the juicy Budgie Smuggler Bordies Bandit segment. Who's your Budgie Smuggler? We'll start with you, Dave.
3: Okay, I'm going to go with my uh, Budgie Smuggler this week. I want to give it to um, Ikale Tahi's number eight, Vaya Fifita. Um, so if you do recall when um, Ikale Ikaletahi played the Oz A couple of weeks ago, um, there was a bloke sitting up on the coconut tree with the VIP seats. Yeah, <laughs> um, He's actually put a, a call out um, to try and find that bloke. Uh, and he's going to give that bloke and his family uh, VIP tickets to sit on the grandstand oh, for the Canada Big Tongan game that's coming up this week. <laughs> well, that's um, pretty good. <laughs> but the best thing about it, Tongans being Tongans, the scrams that are coming through saying, yeah, I'm that bloke, yeah, I'm that bloke. So they've had to, my outfit had to result to um, getting the bloke to wear exactly what he was wearing on the coconut tree. <laughs> And then people have started get- Cinderella people have man. all gone to the shops and bought the same outfit and sent photos in. And um so he's he's like, All right, the next challenge is it, you're gonna have to climb the co- the same coconut tree Fuck. and show me so <laughs> <laughs> this weekend you might see all the coconut trees around the place coming.
1: Like a tongue and cinderella going live. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, almost <laughs> Paul so doesn't even English have shit. TV or, my, uh, my or social
3: media for, for doing that. Second budgie, actually, sorry, I've got two budgies. I'm giving it to uh, the Fez Med Fezler on the weekend. Yes. Um, on short notice, um, Jordi uh went down. I think he had a knee injury of some of some sort. Um, yeah. And then he uh, and then he um, made his debut on the weekend. Pareki went down, I think, with a head knock, so he came on quite early. Yeah, 16th um, minute, I think. I thought he uh, did pretty well no, his he debut, did. So. He was outstanding. <laughs> yeah, he did well. Um, so, yeah, shout-out to Fezzler on the weekend for his uh, Wallabies debut. And my boardies, and this is the type of an example of how to be a supporter, right, this to all my uh, Samoan scram friends, <laughs> well, I don't know if they're actually Samoan or anything, and um, woke up on Sunday to plenty of Samoan prayer songs being sent <laughs> to me to see if I'm all right um, after the weekend's... Um, Test miss results results against um Samoa versus Tonga. Um yeah, look, I am upset, but uh like any good supporter should be. Yeah. We go again. We go this again. week we go again. There's always next week. So yeah, that could be my boardies, my Samoan scram friends.
1: Yeah, shut up Molly. Exactly.
2: <laughs> and outside Budgie Smuggler of the week, A few reasons why he's won it and I mean this is gonna make it hard is uh, Nathan Russell. Fuck, I've never seen him actually, like, usually he's such a little bitch when it comes to being on the rugby field in confrontation, but uh, got dumped on his head, then proceeded to just try and start a fight. You jerk! <laughs> as you ripped, got eye gouged. It's good to see Russ get a bit of cunning in him because, seriously, fuck, he's a bitch sometimes. Um, <laughs> he usually backs away from it, so. I will give it to Russ. He also he also had a, he played pretty well and he um kicked the ball that went more than twenty five meters. So I will give it to him um, for that. Uh, he kind of he, I mean the first thing he said to me after the game is I hope someone got a picture of my ripped jersey. Um, so. I don't um, my boardies bandit goes to the referee um over some of the games on the weekend that I watched. I mean I brought it brought up the well game, the Wallabies game at times, but man, I'm really worried that this World Cup I mean it was the same the last one, but yeah. I'm just worried this this high tackle stuff's gonna be a worry and some are like how the Northern Hemisphere rests and the Southern Hemisphere rests is not it's yeah. not the same. Yeah. And um I mean, we're going to hopefully Australia would be like to think we got some big boys and score a few ball tries. I feel like they're letting them get away with coming around the sides and stuff. So, yeah, I man. mean, the refereeing performance left a lot to be desired for me. So, they're my body's bandit for the week.
1: All right. Oh. Um. Oh, my my quick my rugby budgie smuggler is uh, Sami Beni fin- Final. I think for most of that first half, I didn't even realise it wasn't Shannon Frizell he was playing that good and he's unlucky to make the, uh, the World Cup squad the All Blacks World Cup squad but if someone gets injured I think he'll be the first one to get that phone call um, he was my budgie smuggler he was, he was outstanding just hard in contact uh, ran over the advantage line a lot and uh, yeah he was my uh, budgie smuggler for the week uh, Bordy's Bandit uh, myself I had myself as Bordy's Bandit um, you know I like to try and get at all the Wallabies haters in the comments when they turn on the boys when we had a loss I myself, almost. Well, I was close to it. Turning on ikaletahi, my Tongan brothers. I was, you know, looking for someone to blame, pointing at the coaches and uh, and some of the players. But mate, I just got to stay on stay on the bad way, like Dave said. Just write it out. We've never won games, so it's normal for us. But you know, always stay on the on the players' <laughs> side. You know, they're trying their best. No one's going out there to uh, to lose on purpose. Now our new scrams segment did well on well, last week, according to some of the people that messaged it. Uh, now this segment—if you're a new listener—this segment is 100% no legend about 100% scrams. Uh, so scrams is a scam. Who's your scammer of the week, or someone to, pretending to be something that they're? I'm going to on. start
3: off because I can see Ironside about to trip in there. Um, my scram of the <laughs> week is uh, train, Ironside. I mean, <laughs> chainsaw. Yep. <laughs> that bloke I mean I don't I don't know if he's a pretend Ranwick Randwick or pretend Nolson goes for the other but he just can't make up his mind I don't know what his motivations are yeah so he's a 100% legends grams
1: so just for the wow. listeners that don't know who chainsaw is he's a uh, bandwagon hard bandwagon Randwick supporter for the last year and a bit um, and he's he hasn't played a game for Randwick, but he's their number one old boy. And on the weekend, like Dave mentioned, he was at North's. He had North's gear, uh, supporter gear, on in the sponsors area, claiming to know you know the king of of North Sydney, Mister Ironside himself. Uh, so yeah, you guys
2: Chainsaw. can have him back at Randwick. You can have him back at Randwick.
1: <laughs> so. People always ask too, like who who's Chainsaw? What's what's the deal with Randwick? And you kind of just got to explain that it is what it is. He's, <laughs> he's just an asparagus, mate. Just loves to jump on a wagon. <laughs> oh, fuck. Right, shout um,
2: out to, I've shout got to, out to
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: I've got a scram. Uh, it's not a person, it's a group of people. Um, re- anyone that works in real estate... I don't understand understand the necessity of real estate agents. Like, you're selling people something they already want, so you're not a salesman. So you're basically just writing up contracts to sell shit. And then you're also renting things out and you just make up numbers and stuff like that. So all real estate agents, sorry if you're listening to this, I don't think it's a real job, and I probably could do it fucking... I could probably do it on the side. <laughs> so you're, no no legend no legend hundred
3: percent scrammers. Oh, I sick of that.
1: <laughs> Alright, uh, dogs, mate. My scrams for the last few weeks is uh you know, I put my trust in one of my favourite segments of the of the pod is my Ben of the of the of the day. And uh, you know, I inside so like, oh I got one, I got one. I was like, Oh yes. You know, change it up from my Dutch, French, country songs that I always try and, try and put up. And he uh, came up with, yeah, you know, I understand supporting local talent, but yeah, that wasn't a banger. That was the song you play after your girlfriend's dumped you. Um, I don't know what's going on over there, but I uh, <laughs> hope you're right. But yeah, was, you were my scrams. And I think a lot of our followers, uh, my girl, Graham. My girlfriend's still here, unlike your wife. <laughs> 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 Rick, <bro. laughs> he's, Rick. he's shooting shots because he knows what's coming next Because I've already sent him the list uh, I've asked a few of the boys that pack into Sanctum To send in their comments Or how Ironside's song choice made them feel So uh, Ironside, this is similar to the mean tweets they used to do Back when Twitter was a thing
2: Alright Ironside's music taste is so bad, I feel like shooting up whatever school he intended just in case his taste of music is contagious. <laughs> yeah, fair. Yeah. <laughs> I sent Ironside's song choice to my dad and he gave me a hiding on Ironside's behalf. Crazy thing is, my dad left me when I was a baby, so it just took listening to Ironside's music choice for him to come back just to give me a hiding. Fuck. <laughs> oh, you know, that, da- that was either Dave Hemway or rough. Uh, no need to be so defensive Out, We all have different tastes and that's okay. The people just agree that yours is shit. <laughs> Alex Einstein has the music taste of a trans vegan je- activist. <laughs> uh, Ain't nothing wrong with I'm them gonna either. They're gonna get me cancelled. Alex Einstein selects music like he plays the North in Brisbane, not Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this one's fucking true. Einstein's music choice is like his chat. Fucking shit out. <laughs> Um Ironside's, Ironside's music is like his body sloppy. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan confirmed Ryan co- Ryan confirmed the other week it's not as sloppy as with my shirt off as he thought it was with it on. So I'll tell you that. Um, not even a deaf girl hostage in my basement can stand Ironside's music <laughs> choice. Fucking look like Einstein looks like his suffered from wrestling school shooter face. Um not as good. Ironside looks like the type of dude to show up to the t- to the T V show eighteen and pregnant with a six pack of cruisers asking if that they or him are supposed to provide the eighteen year old girl. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely Johnny <laughs> fucking. <laughs> fucking <laughs> up. I can tell we're trying to Johnny one. Yeah, Johnny TV. always goes off subject. Just, like, yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, um just like just a little rebuttal here, just because I don't listen to the top ten music or like um some uh rap about um stealing houses in the uh breaking into houses in Western Sydney. Uh, I listen to stuff uh. local or oh, I don't listen to Dutch house. Um I apologize for that, um for that, so um, don't, don't bother fucking listening to him, man.
1: The mafia's all especially
2: Russ. <laughs> Taking notes.
1: Don't fucking, don't fucking save the song that he's got at the end if you already hated on him last week, mate.
2: That one's a banger. Oh,
1: fuck. All right, before we get to, uh, Ironside's Ben tune of the day, we've got a hurdle hurdle. Have you guys got any messages of motivation for the people at home or a recommendation for them for this week?
3: I haven't got one but you've set the bar really high with last week's hurdle hurdle
2: I've got a clip of Flinney doing one this week he sent out um, we, Me and Flinney sent a couple out to Russ and George on, Yeah On um, Saturday morning I'll I'll get it off Flinney and we'll play it right now right, yeah, awesome.
0: boys big occasion um, Just on the way to North Sydney now like These ideas still coming on North done yeah our minor premiership on the line we've stuck out the top of the ladder for the majority of the season it's all about this and this now previous results don't count for shit if we don't fucking finish well yeah So start switching on and thinking about what you're gonna offer
2: today, it's a big day for me especially this is why we play rugby and yeah, to play at the highest
0: level. Just pump yourself up, do what you' gotta do to get up for it, and let's fuck up and get our
1: own road. <laughs> ah, that was great from the boys. <laughs> now, play on or red card. Boys, got any uh, got any yeah. goodies for us um, this week?
2: No names mentioned, but um, one of my friends who plays on the wing in first grade, um, uh, in for Norse, not to name names. Um, he used to play thirteen. Um, he pulled up with a sore calf on Tuesday night. Just a little bit of a sore calf. So my question is, is it play on or red card to get an MRI on a little bit of a tight calf?
3: <laughs> I say play on.
1: Uh, why? Oh, why is I it mean, play on?
3: Because, mate, <laughs> take on necessary MRI. precautions, sir, just to ensure that there's nothing else in there. Because I can say that yeah, I usually you usually save that for your superstars, not your just your <laughs> first graders. No, because I remember a couple of years ago, um played a grand final uh, on North Sydney Oval and um, I got an ambulance called for me for a sprained ankle. I got carried off the field. There's about six of the eight of them actually, just to carry me off the stretcher. Oh, and so it was the, the
1: ambulance got- for the people that carried you? <laughs> to catch their breath.
3: <laughs> <laughs> they have to swap in and out just to carry me off. <laughs> um, anyways, I had about I had about four That's green good. whistles before I got to the hospital in the ambulance. A I was sprained ankle. Fine. So when I got there, I was like, they, they looked at it. They're like, oh, it's just a sprained ankle. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> oh, to you now stress. and then Like back to the greens,
2: mate. <laughs> I feel like you, I feel like you've just proved my point. It's
3: definitely <laughs> yeah. a red card. That's <laughs> But you said it's, so it's for the superstar. So does that play on? <laughs> You're not a superstar, it's not, mate. Like,
2: Yeah,
1: I mean, superstars must play second grade grand (laughs) final. Okay, yeah, Dave said uh, play on. But yeah, I'm going to say, I'm also going to say play on, mate. Maybe because I'm a pussy, just like Dave and insert uh, name that we won't say whose name was. Uh, Yeah, as someone who's who's torn both calves, take all precautions, mate, especially at his age because he's getting on, he's getting on.
2: He doesn't get fast enough to pull anything though, uh, <laughs> mate. You should have seen. He, he got the intercept on the he got an intercept on the weekend they blew up um they blew it up uh, back as an advantage. Mate, he caught it probably on the twenty two. I reckon he would have got mowed down before the fifty. So <laughs> <laughs> his calf
3: his calf is sweet then, so
1: Alright, rugby update. <laughs> we'll kick over to Dave. What's your Aussie Club land update, mate?
3: Tony awesome. weekend. We've got uh, over in Brisbane. West and Bond Which would be a good game And then you got Brothers and East. Uh, and in the Should Shield We have um, Norse by Hunter again uh, Gordon Ranwick, And then uh, TG Milner We have Eastwood And Manly again That'll be a good game
2: That that That's probably The game of the round I reckon yeah. Eastwood Eastwood Manly before, yeah.
1: before we carry on Who's your picks Like Take your Norse And Ranwick hats off Who's your pick Who'd you put money on To actually take the comp out this year, shoot
3: shield. Eastwood, to the back end is always dangerous. Yeah, a um, lull Eastwood throughout the season. They just seem to peak towards those last weeks of finals. So I think but ace a good snake in there and win the whole thing
0: say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill.
3: I wouldn't be surprised, but I also say that in the same breath, Gordon's got a heap of players back in the last two weeks. So, it's anyone's at the moment. I will take. I will take my Norse hat off and then put it
2: back on with the other hand, though. Um, I think what's different this year with Norse, uh, to the last couple of years, is I don't think they've started. They I don't think started to look good till the back end this, this year um, yeah. I think they've been pretty they've not been like super consistent which last year they were just so good at the start and they kind of dropped off at the end Yeah. so I feel like they're still kind of I feel like they're cruising up and they're playing better every week um, so I think that's where it's a bit different this year I, th- I think the pressure's off alright they've won the minor premiership last year and they didn't win it so like if you, win, you know what I mean I don't feel there's as much pressure this year yeah, good vibes.
3: Good vibes. What I will well. say, though, it is it is Norse and Ranwicks to lose the comp yeah. this year.
1: Yeah. Wow, you're genius because they're top two. Nice insight there, buddy. <laughs> 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 uh, we'll
3: cross over across the
1: Dutch. I'll give you a New Zealand rugby update for our listeners that care about New Zealand rugby. So myself. Tasman, Northland and Manawatu all had big wins in the uh, Farapama Cup Championship. They're the top three in that division and looks like they're the only teams that are going to do any damage in the championship. Also in the Premiership. We have Waikato, uh, who had a scrappy win over counties. Remain undefeated at the top of the table. However, look for Canterbury, Auckland and Hawkes Bay to put heat on them leading into the pointy end of the season. The NPC season kicked off this weekend and Chainsaw's multi also kicked off. He did finish off six from seven picks so that's a pretty good start for Chainsaw in his debut uh, hopefully he'll do well next week um, and also game of the round was Auckland their comeback against Bayer Plenty so if you're looking for a game to watch go cop that and a special shout out to Queensland Reds scrum half Kalani Thomas going over and helping them get that dub and over to you side for the internationals
2: Well, I've watched every single international rugby game that was on the weekend except Samoa Tonga. So I did write a fair few notes uh, as it is the World Cup year. First game I got to go through is the Wallabies um, All Blacks. Obviously, a loss there for the Wallabies 23-20. I think that a few things I picked from that game is that uh, every moment in the World Cup, we need Tom Hooper, Karevi and Angus Bell on the field. So I think Angus might need to get in a few more Broncos pre because I think (laughs) we might need him for 80 minutes some game. Yeah. But, yeah, Tom Hooper, fuck, he looks the good though. Eh? I yeah. reckon he's one for the future, but he's looking good now. That try he scored in the on the left-hand side where he just kept, like, pumping his leg.
1: Yeah.
2: Fuck, he was strong.
1: It was a big, was a big fuck you to um, all the haters in the comments saying, why Tom Hooper? When he scored them, like, finally he showed yeah. these. Because most of them probably don't even watch Super Rugby, so that's why they don't know who he is.
2: Yeah, exactly. I think the moment... that. Where the game turned was when Tate McDermott got held up by Sevilla. That's when the game we I think that was when the Wallabies lost the game then, unfortunately. But the Kiwis, man, they, they've got the unreal ball defence. That's going to... That, they, they look the goods for the World Cup. I mean, they've got Will Jordan, who's fucking unreal. He's got to be one of... He's got to be their best player. Yeah. And they've got Lock like, running around like a 50-year-old PE teacher, and he's still fucking got it. <laughs> yeah. Like, mate, he is tough. He looks 50-plus, and he's killing it. So, um, I mean, I think they've kind of stuffed... I think it showed when Aaron... Um, Adam Smith and Richie Mwanga came on. They completely changed yeah. the pace of the game. So they're going to need them to stay fit for the World Cup. But, man, they, they've obviously they've got to skyrocket into favourites if they weren't already. But, yeah. I mean, yeah. What do you reckon? Yeah,
1: I had similar thoughts as well. Big fan of uh, Tom Hooper. Always have been since he came onto the scene, uh, especially at the, yeah. at the end of the season uh, for the Brumbies this year. And it was great yeah. to see him, mate. He's just... He's an animal. He's an
3: animal. Um, I think... Um, what's his name? Bonnet, I thought, did really well yeah. considering late call into the squad um, after a few yeah. injuries. I think he's proven himself worthy of pick for the World Cup. I think I think you, t- you said at side. Belly, Hooper, uh, Valentini, Karevi, and also Bonnet were the people that really bend the line when they carried the ball yeah. on the weekend, which yeah. <laughs> you underestimate how good bending the line and just like falling yeah. forward, just quick ball. So I'm giving uh, Fraser
1: McWright some praise. Like, you know Americans rave on about ruck rolls but that man, the how fast he gets to the ruck, especially in the first half, um, just shoring up that ruck. Him being that being so quick to the ruck, getting that quick ball, I think that's why we did so well in the first half.
2: Yeah, and even even when I thought when Skelton came on, he added a lot. I mean, he got a pretty crucial turnover on on in our twenty-two. Yeah, but I, this, I think we went away from Australia. We've gone away. We went away from having big bodies, and yeah. now we're going back to having big bodies. And that, I mean, that was the first game we kind of. That's how, I guess, Eddie wanted us to play. So, yeah. yeah, anyway, it gave me... I mean, I know we lost, but it gave me a bit more hope. Yeah. Um, even though it wasn't maybe the best all-black side, but you've got to play what's in front of you. Um, righto. So, moving on. Um. I watched the Italy-Ireland game. Ireland won 33 Probably one of the most boring games of the weekend. <laughs> um, it was, like, lots of just pick-and-drive tries. Like, um. Ireland's obviously got one of the best set pieces in the world, like... Their set pace bored them to death, but um, Italy's backline—they kind of the, the only kind of interesting bit. They threw it around a lot. And they look quite—they look. I think they're pretty young, and they you know they look pretty good. So um, yeah, that was a another little weird thing I picked up from that game is that uh, names on the jerseys. Big fan of that.
1: Yeah, same, especially international. <laughs> I
2: think. It, yeah. Uh, Righto. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, in, another another actually pretty good game. England Wales. 20-9 uh, to nine to Wales. Um, I mean, you just talked about big bodies then. But Wales didn't look that big, but they were very quick, you know, around the park. But, I mean, still Northern Hemisphere rugby. I feel like we're going to be... If I'm not going to dampen getting excited for Rugby World Cup, but, fuck, like, we're going to be in for a few boring games, I think. <laughs> yeah, it was good. I looked... I mean, it wasn't probably the England's number one side, but, like, I mean, England looked rugby. They didn't look good, which makes no. me happy. But, again, a lot... A lot of these teams haven't played together for a little bit. Next one, uh, another good game. Another upset, Scotland-France, 25-21. Um, I thought Finn Russell for Scotland was probably their best, and he, he looked good.
1: Yeah.
2: He uh, does not look like he should be, eight, like respectfully, doesn't look like he should be playing international rugby at 10, <laughs> but sometimes they're your best ten.
1: Yeah, he looks like a chav, um, like a fucking drum and bass chavvy.
2: Yeah, he, he does. <laughs> I actually got confirmation from a uh, new roommate, George Thornton, Scottish lad, uh, told me that he's got one of the most ordinary rigs you've ever seen, yeah. so maybe we can enter him <laughs> <Yeah>. into ordinary rig. <laughs> Another um, interesting game, obviously couldn't watch the whole game because it was uh, uh, not on anything, but uh, Romania, USA. Um, USA won 31 I mean, Romania looked really physical, but... I think they're going to be in for a pretty long World Cup against them. I can't remember who's in
1: their group. but Tonga. They're in the pool um, of
3: death with us. How, yeah. how funny is that, that they're in the World Cup playing a warm-up against USA. And then
1: they <laughs> and they're lost. they're
3: not even in it. But, they, man, they've got, they, they got
2: some massive... they got a massive winger. I think he's Tongan, like um, we said before. But um, it was in Romania. It was There was a pretty decent crowd there. So I've been following him on Instagram Seems like pretty... Not the massive sport, obviously, the biggest sport there, but, you know, they get around it a fair bit.
1: Yeah, heaps of the boys have been going um, over the last but, 10 years. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, Japan, Fiji. Uh, Fiji, 35, Japan, 17. Um, uh, to be honest, all the games on the weekend, as a Wallabies fan, that scared the shit out of me. Fiji were pretty good,
1: eh? Yeah. They've been good the um, last the last few years. I'm games. a bit
2: worried about Fiji in our group.
1: I put money on Fiji to win the World Cup the other day. I'm a
2: bit worried about... <laughs> Win the
1: walk, touch. Yeah, mate, I put 20 bucks in a nice three do- grand back.
2: That's a nice donation, nice donation. Oh, never know, boys. And then there was two other games I didn't watch. Summer, um beat Tom O'Fee for nine and Uruguay beat Nambia 26-18. But uh, that was all the internationals of the weekend.
1: That was your rugby update for the week. All right, now we've got a quick little World Cup trivia just to see who's who's got better rugby knowledge between you two quick little trivia alright and your buzzers are your names so let's hope let's see who's got the best internet (laughs) alright with 277 points which includes only one try who is the highest point scorer in rugby world cup history Two hundred. yep Alex I'm
2: gonna go with um Johnny Wilkinson
1: Johnny uncle johnny and you are correct mate 277 <laughs> points with only one of them a try wow so one point to iron next one jonah lomu and brian habana hold the most tries in a world cup with how many tries they both got the dave, same Dave yeah dave 11 11 11 is very high for a world cup and unfortunately that's not right i did give you a clue oh, there i get a crack yeah you get a crack
2: I'm um, I going I think it's seven.
1: Seven, close, but no cigar. It's actually eight. So they've both scored eight tries in one World Cup. And just a little add extra, no points for this. Do you think anyone and who is going to break that record this World Cup?
2: I mean, the way he scores tries, I think uh, New Zealand's, uh, I forgot his name. Will Jordan. Will Jordan. Um, Will Jordan. Will, I reckon Will Jordan's in for a good shot.
1: Yep, Will Jordan. Will Dave? Will Jordan. You go, yeah, Will Jordan, as well? Yeah. I'm going to say a hooker might uh, go close or maybe equal it this year. Yeah.
2: Maybe the, who's just playing, whoever plays hooker for Ireland will score.
1: Question number three. The same what is used in all Rugby World Cup finals since the first ever Rugby World Cup in
3: 1905? Dave. Yes, Dave. The coin for the coin toss.
1: Oh, the coin. You've done your research. Yeah. And your research nope, is scrams. Uh, it's, not the, it's not the coin. It's not the same coin since the first ever one. Hansard, you got any ideas? The same what? What is is used?
2: Um,
3: Can I get another go?
1: After? After, <laughs> uh, after the same uh, trophy. Same trophy. Whoa, is that correct? <laughs> it wasn't even, I don't it even... That sounds like it is. I
2: think
1: that's a 100% no scrams. Oh, well, I've... I forgot to mention at the start so it's something at the start of, oh. the, of each World Cup and it's not trophy um, whistle there we go another point to Ironside I did help him I didn't read the question properly at the start <laughs> but another point to Ironside the same whistle is used at the beginning of every Rugby World Cup final final yeah mm. alright if they got games or do they have games on at the same time they can't the same whistle to every other city you know mate All right, last question. And Ironsides ahead. What's Ironsides ahead? 2-0. This question is worth three points. Shock. Namibian Rudy Van Vooden played in two World Cups in two different sports in 2003. Rugby was one. What was the other? Namibian Rudy Van Vooden. Yes, Alex. Cricket. And the winner of our World Cup trivia is... Mr Alex Ironside, King of the North.
3: Five to nil. <laughs> Did he actually play cricket?
1: Yeah, played cricket and rugby yeah, in yeah. the same year, two thousand
3: and three. <laughs> um, check out <laughs> before we Makes get to see. Ben Tune of the Day,
1: check out. Who you are you shouting out this week?
3: Um, my shout outs to all the uh remaining teams yet to name their World Cup squad. Good luck to all the uh Prospects and uh, all the players um, awaiting their selections this week. Yeah, before um, we go on,
1: did, were there any shocks for you guys in the All Black squad? Uh,
3: no particular shocks. I um, wasn't surprised that Havili got called back in.
1: Yeah, he had a great comeback. Um,
3: but I thought Sean Stevenson was slightly uh, unlucky um, not to make the uh, he, final I squad. I thought he was better.
1: On the Wallabies front, is there any? Do you think there's any, going to be any surprises from outside the squad coming in? Pete
3: Samu is going to get a spot.
1: Oof. so you think Hoops won't make it? They said his injuries. No, no I
3: think there's space in that Wallabies squad to have both Tom Hooper and Pete Samu in it.
1: So someone's got to miss out. Okay. Interesting. Mm. Interesting.
3: I think.
2: I reckon. I reckon Eddie will take um, Hodge just because he can play his boot. Versatility every position in the back line. Yeah, true. Here's my, 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 he my red hot. I think team that's tradition. why he, I, I, yeah. I don't think he would be playing, I don't think that he would be playing shoot shield if he wasn't going to feature in some way, just because I feel like he needs match fitness maybe.
1: They, they do Otherwise, have a, I mean, um, yeah. they do have I mean, an Aussie A game against Portugal, I believe. So that's yeah. why, that's yeah. probably the boy's last shot or um, just in case, you know, there's some injuries when the French game comes along.
3: This is my uh, red hot shot. They're going to take Ho- Michael Hooper on a injury um, selection and then Pete Summers going to take his spot in the actual squad. Michael um,
2: Hooper is going to play every game. Um, mine's a very generic feel-good shout-out, but um, just a quick shout-out to rugby because, yeah. fuck, I'm really excited about Rugby World Cup. Just watching the international games on the weekend and, I mean, just seeing some of the quality that's running around you know, I mean, you don't get to always see the Northern Hemisphere talent. But, I mean, just some of the quality in some of those teams you wouldn't think about, like maybe Italy and Scotland. Um, yes, there might be some tainted games. Yes, a bit of Northern Hemisphere rugby. But I can't wait to see some of those sides play against some Southern Hemisphere teams. And, yeah. Um, yeah, just rugby. Quick shout-out to rugby.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. I was, I was actually feeling the same, mate. Just getting excited. Even after the Wallabies loss, I was, like, smiling. It felt like we won. It's just because you can see, yeah. it. you can see the boys, you can see it. It's there. You can see the source there.
2: Yeah, they finally played to what I think they've been wanting to play for the half the whole rugby.
1: Yeah, mate. Carter Gordon. I haven't shouted him out so. yet, but Carter Gordon was fucking amazing, especially in that first half. Yeah, he's the future. He is. He is, and the future is now. Wow, that was pretty. All right. Any more boys? <laughs>
2: quick before uh, David just randomly shouts
1: out more he'll <laughs> yeah. shout out the whole of Tonga in a second oh my <laughs> shout out was Freeny actually uh, last week he was a bit on fire I just let him I had stuff planned and he just I just let him go and uh, he was on fire <laughs> so that means this week is going to be fucking shit and he's probably listening now <laughs> I like but, yeah, I like makes, when he's in that mood
2: yeah
1: you <laughs> just let him go I knew he was going to be on when he when he got in after work he got in he was just dancing around I'm like fucking hell Freeny's on and he was actually excited for the pod, which never happens. So, yeah. Shout out, Um he probably is not going to listen to this. He only listens to pods that he's on. So, um, yeah, I'm glad that he doesn't know that I'm shouting him out. Okay. Now it's redemption time. The return of Alex Ironside. This, this is literally your last, last chance, mate. If this is Elor, mate, no more. No more. Ironside at the helm for Ben Tune of the day.
2: Well, I, I've, I've, just for this song, I've appeased to like three different genres in one and I heard it on TikTok and um, it's a bit of a banger, I reckon. So I'm just I, I, playing I what the young believe, kids
3: want these days, it's not what I like. I can't believe I've Ironside's done worse than the song I picked and it was like on TikTok four years ago.
1: Yeah, well, your song didn't make the cut, so no one knows how <laughs> shit yours was. <laughs> and in saying that, this is onside's pick. It's from Justin Hawkes. It's called Better Than Gold. It's it tough, you've got
0: to look at your friends beside you.
1: It sounds like Husker Musical at right the moment.
0: Because the devil's two steps behind you. And count your lucky stars, the trouble don't come and find you. Step into the ring, brother checking on the smile, there's only gonna be one standing.
1: I like the country feel. I already know Freeni's gonna be like, what the fuck at is going on here. will be <laughs> this <Just> way. <wait. laughs> okay ladies and testicles, mm, thanks for listening. Make sure you like. Apologies for this song. this' comes the drop. Here comes the drop. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that saved you. <laughs> it. it saved you. Make sure you like and subscribe. We'll see you next week. Hindsight's back <laughs> in the good books after that drop. Thanks guys. We'll see you man next, man week. next week.